right, guys, we got the whole crew here. Another episode of Sky U Pod. How you guys been lately? Doing well. You know, it's uh it's been uh, you know, a long kind of past year. Um past few months since the season end. Actually I've seen the bike go by pretty fast and kinda getting out of this whole COVID funk. So it's kinda good to, you know, get out there and be doing this, doing something we like doing and exciting we'll probably have a full blown season this year, so I'm pretty amped up. Doing well. Absolutely. That's good, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Max, how you doing? Yeah, like Spencer said, it's nice to see things going in the right direction and not having to worry about the the what if scenarios and how many games we're gonna get to play. It seems like we can just focus on football. Last season was so weird. Like thinking back on it, I don't know. It just hated it. It was yeah. Maybe it didn't help that the Gophers just disappointed, but last season was weird. Anyway, fellas. Um, with the transfer portal being just as crazy as it's been, uh, we got another target that the Gophers, I think, should be looking into. We have Tyreek Johnson, former five-star recruit. Uh, Johnson initially committed to Ohio State uh, over Clemson, UCLA, and Florida. Basically, he could go wherever he wanted. Um, Johnson redshirted during his true freshman season in Columbus, and then he totaled eight tackles in 2019 and 2020. I saw 77 snaps last year, so not a ton of playing time, but was getting rotated in. Uh, According to Rivals, dozens of schools have reached out to Johnson since he entered the portal. So while it's still very early, some of the more aggressive schools have been South Carolina, Oregon, Florida, Mississippi State, Minnesota, UCF, and Florida State. Uh, Now it has come out that he has faced time with Georgia Tech. Uh, Mike Farrell's take is Johnson clearly has a ton of skill and we love his size and range out of high school. It didn't work out at Ohio State as, expect, uh, as expected, but this is a high-level talent and a kid who can play multiple roles in every defense. Versatile defensive backs who can cover in the slot and range is free are always valuable. Impact meter, 8.8 out of 10, which their little scale that they have here. 8.8 puts him in the category of a high-impact player who won't change a program, but certainly can be a very good contributor and starter. And that's from Rivals. Um... What sticks out to me right away, fellas, is he's got three years of eligibility because last year didn't count for anybody, which is kind of weird, but three years left. He actually was the number two ranked safety in the country coming out of high school, um, which, like the article mentioned, it adds to his versatility. You mentioned him covering the slot. Now, it sounds like he got stuck behind Jeff Okuda, Sean Wade, all those greats that have come out of Iowa State. Basically, it just got overcrowded. He jumps ship. He wants to play. First thing that sticks out to me is, can he go back to safety? Because safety is another spot that the Gophers aren't, you know, super deep at. Anywhere in the secondary. And if you get him to come in and play multiple spots, I think that could be really beneficial to this team. Uh, Maybe take some snaps away from Tyler Newbin being on the field. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I know it was his first year playing full-time last season, but it just... It looks like he needs a lot to work on, and if we can obviously find a more talented player to replace him, or at least you know push him, I think that would be pretty valuable. Yeah, options are never. Uh, I don't know why we have offered five. Well, I need the help on. Oh, one thing that. Yeah, you know. Go ahead, Spencer. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I think that he would be a, an awesome addition to to this or sorry to this defense. Um. You know, last year looking at our defense as a whole. 
our running stop, our, our run defense was pretty abysmal, as we know. I think we cleaned it up a little bit by the end of the year, but that's something that needed to be worked on. I can't see us going in the wrong direction on that front. You but, only have anywhere to go but up. Yeah, right. And But I do think that, you know, our pass defense needed some work, too. I think St. Juice did a lot, and like you said, Noob and Max, um, but I think if we have like a solid lockdown corner there, that just takes pressure off of one side of, you know, of the field, really, um, both in the air and on the ground, I think. So I think that he'd be a great addition. And I think everywhere else would just improve as a result. Sam, you made a comment about us not offering offering him yet. Uh, the optimist in me is maybe thinking that the Gophers think they have a real shot at landing a Caleb Evans, who... Saying you have to pick and choose because I think you could maybe make it work getting two guys. I know, um, not exactly sure how it works, but I know it could make it work. I think it might take away a scholarship for this upcoming recruiting class that they have to offer because you only have X amount of players, you know, per class on on a scholarship. But given that Tyreek Johnson has three years, I think. I mean, you're telling me you could get a five star recruit just two years removed. Um, I would definitely take it because typically. It's a higher recruit than we're getting anyway out of the secondary coming in. Not that we don't get good recruits. It's just, you know, he's the number two safety coming in. Maybe the coaches have a real shot at Caleb Evans, and that's why they're holding off to see what a Caleb Evans does before going after Tyreek. That's fair. I, I hope there's at least something they're doing. Like, kind of, that shouldn't be an optimistic view. That should be the bare minimum. I feel like <laughs> you should be offering to someone. Well, I, I mean optimistic in that... And everybody wants a Caleb Evans. I was hyping him up that last video we put out, or audio we put out. Um, he's been offered some by Notre Dame and Texas just in the last two days. So a Caleb Evans is going to be tough to land. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But it sounds like this kid's drawing a ton of interest. They're just kind of, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of schools offer him yet. I'm not sure why. Um, one of the things that it came across as after looking at, like, you know, the the Buckeye message boards on uh, Buckeye 247 Sports. Um, he seemed pretty determined to be that next great corner. And I don't know how much truth there is, but just the fans on this forum after he was transferring said, should have stuck to safety, but he was dead set on corner. Kind of making like an unwillingness to stay at safety because he wanted to go into the NFL and be like that next high draft pick corner. Um, so if he's willing to go back to safety, I mean, right now we have Tyler Newbin, Gordon Howden. And behind them, we have Michael Dixon, who's, you know, he was great as a true freshman. But after that, we have Dubar, who was also a freshman. Don't have a lot of depth at safety either. I think if you could convince this kid to come in and play safety, he could start right away probably at safety. Or at least push Newbin, like Max was saying. So, I don't know. I'd also, in a five-star player, I'd also let him come in and try out at cornerback also. I hope PJ would have some flexibility with him. But do you think that's maybe part of the reason we haven't offered yet is we're really shooting for him to want to commit to being playing that safety position or at least having that be the his primary spot that if he's dead set on being a cornerback and I don't know why that still wouldn't I don't know I think that would still be a good fit in our defense I mean we could use all the help we can get but I'm just curious if that's maybe a a concern for PJ for not offering right away. Let me tell you about one guy. I remember he was dead set on playing a certain position. and He did very well when we took him. We said, go ahead, play that position. His name is Max Williams. He, yeah. I, I, I say we just 
do it. Look, I mean, I don't get why you just don't get the depth if we have all this freshman and all. And Max Williams turned out great as a tight end, even though all these SEC people want him to play tackle. You know, it's interesting that they said um, in the Rivals article here, uh, a versatile player that can play in the slot, because I feel like a spot that it doesn't get brought up a ton the nickelback corner spot on this gopher defense because justice harris he was solid last year he's he's like a i think he's a sixth year senior back um last year not counting and and he's good but i'm not saying i won't give this kid a look in the slot especially if he's you know been out there on special teams making tackles he's got to be somewhat physical which is what you're going to need to be able to be in that nickelback spot because of you know that nickelback spot in college football has really turned into uh Either another strong safety or just another it's like a hybrid almost now between outside linebacker and a safety of just someone that can cover but also be there in the box to stop at the run game so if he can do that or is willing to do that i'm all for bringing him in and trying him at the nickelback spot also just because i mean behind justice here justice harris we have jalen glaze who was a freshman last year alman brown who's going to be a sophomore i believe this year and then you have the incoming true freshman, Steven Ortiz. So we're young. It's like we have these guys here at corner and safety, but it's just so also young yet. It it would I would not be mad at all bringing in a kid of this talent, like we all said, obviously. But just to give those other guys, you know, those guys that can still redshirt, let them redshirt. This guy has some experience. It didn't work out the way he wanted it to. He didn't win the starting role. But Ohio, guess what? Ohio State's got a lot of great corners. And as much as I love the Gophers. Their sixth corner, yeah, he might have a shot to come in here and start. That's just how deep they are. Our defense isn't helping is what it was last year, so. No, but it's a, it's looking a lot better. I know we brought up the run defense. Um, we'll get into this more as we get closer to the start of the season. But um, if you watch the spring game, the defensive front was much improved. Uh, linebackers much improved. Cody Lindenberg is a tank out there. Uh, he was impressive. I liked the transfer. Um thinking on his name right now. Like Jack something, I think. But anyway, linebackers look good. I'm a lot less concerned about the linebackers than I thought I was going to be, but I would really like to shore up this secondary, and I think best case scenario is we land Tyreek and the Caleb Evans. Just win the whole damn thing. Both. Yeah. <laughs> getting, uh, getting Tyreek Johnson, how, I mean... Playing Ohio State week one, obviously that's not the only reason you go after a kid. Oh, that's there's your the pitch. You would want to come there's here, your but like, like you yes. tell him, like, look, you're gonna prove this team wrong. Who thinks they're so good? I mean, love it. They're only Ohio State, <laughs> but, but no, you see what I mean, though, right? Like, yeah. he just got to be hammering that at the recruiting chip. Like, hey, look, I hope this so. team doesn't think you're as good as you really are. I'm gonna give the opportunity to come here. You can start. You know, you're gonna play every snap. You're gonna shut down. Yeah. You want Chris Olave? Take on Chris Olave. You've already seen him in practice, probably. <laughs> but do you think yeah. that gives him an advantage too? Like just kind of being so familiar with their obviously their team. Well, uh, honestly, I didn't think much of it, and it's only one game, and he's got three years of eligibility left. So I'm sure it's not like his top priority is to go somewhere that's playing Ohio State. Right. I didn't really yeah. see anything that sees that he was necessarily bitter about the thing. But obviously, yeah, you got to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. Being you got to think he was. He was like the he was a top fifteen national recruit coming out of high school. And then you went yeah. to Iowa State. And I get it. Like there's there's no shame in not breaking the the starting lineup at Ohio State, especially when you look at Jeff Okuda, Sean Wade, um, 
You were still he, young. Yeah, and he overlapped. Uh, there, who's the one that went to the Raiders? I can't remember his name, but he was also a first-rounder. So there's three first-rounders that you were stuck behind. Uh, now he did get a chance to try and prove himself last year with some injuries. Um, struggled a little bit in coverage. So it's not like a home run, right? Uh, he's he's. I'm going to be honest. He's not as polished as a Caleb Evans. A Caleb Evans is going to be a one-year player, and then he's going to the NFL. Um, Tyreek is not there yet. He's younger. I think with his speed, he might fit in really well at safety. We'll see if he's willing to do that. But, uh, you know, I'm totally willing to let him come in and try out for cornerback here, especially like we already covered. We only have about two guys, I think, that we're comfortable with starting right now. Philip Howard is a solid backup as of now. A lot of practice to still go through. But, yeah, I mean, I think it definitely helps them having the edge. Like, you get to go up against your former team. You're familiar with the Big Ten opponents. Um, you know, coming to Minnesota, you're going to be probably, you know, you're, you're going to get your looks, I guess. Uh, we had texted about this before. You guys still prefer Eric Johnson over Caleb Evans. If you could only pick one, just have fun with it. It's like free agency now with this transfer portal. I know some people don't like calling it that because they don't necessarily get paid like free agents do, but the transfer portal has really created a free agency period in college football to try and fill holes. You can only pick one, Eric Johnson. Former five-star recruit, super versatile, three years left. Or Caleb Evans, probably plug-in-play, starting corner, got him for a year, probably going to get drafted in the NFL. Who do you choose? If you're PJ and they both want to come and you, for some reason you can only take one, who are you picking? I say Tyreek just because right now I'm not confident in our coach's ability to, to like, re... I don't want to say restock, but, you know, like, recruit and be, like, ready for next year to pl- plug in players for once they leave. Like, they, they showed, like, our defense went to just to nothing once we lost, like, not last year's class, but the class before that. And we just trashed this year on that side of the ball. So I, I want the guy that we can have for three years because I don't think we're – I don't know. I don't think we're – we're, we're not going to do anything next year. We, we aren't ready. It's still – Whoa. We're still building. Whoa. Mr. Negative over here. All right. For haters, Sam Paco shares his thoughts. Max, what do you think? Yeah, I would agree. I would, I would go with Tyreek Johnson as well. Um, when we were initially talking about it, my knee-jerk reaction was a Caleb Evans just because it felt like a more, um, obviously there's no guarantees, but it just feels like a little bit of, you know, you know what you're getting. You you know you're getting a talented player who's going to start day one. Um, but then you look at the depth chart. I mean, that's great for next year, but then what? I mean you take Tyreek, or if you were able to handpick Tyreek Johnson, I mean, you at least have the potential that he could be close, if not as, you know, talented as a Caleb Evans. Um, and if he's not this year, he could be next year. He could be the year after that. And I mean, those next two years are pretty big looking at, we really don't have a huge prospect coming up who's a freshman right now either. That's kind of waiting in the wings to replace in a Caleb Evans where as a Tyreek Jackson or Tyreek Johnson, excuse me, can kind of, grow into that role and give us time right and it's coming from the nuts. big 10 too i think you guys are nuts caleb evans is going to the nfl next year why wouldn't you want that on your team this year i'm not saying you guys yeah. don't want him, but yeah <laughs> but i oh man honestly i think at this point and not a diss i tyreek johnson is a little bit of a project at this moment um you know, there's a reason he didn't play he got the opportunity to play at ohio state Ohio State's got a lot of talent. Um, but Caleb Evans is polished. A lot of people thought he was coming out this year. 
he would make a Caleb Evans would make the biggest impact this year on the Gophers. And as much of a factor as the transfer portal has become, you still build your team through recruiting. You don't fix necessarily long-term holes in the in the transfer portal. I'm taking a Caleb Evans. He's probably your top corner if he comes here. Uh, so you have him and Coney Durr with Philip Howard, Terrell Smith as your backups. That's the way I would lean. Um, I get what you guys are saying. Eric Johnson, he probably does have a higher ceiling, like maybe more athletically gifted, but it's not translating right now uh, as well as Caleb Evans is. But, um, you know, I dream for the day where this is a this is a scenario for the Gophers where we have to choose between a probable top four or five round draft pick and a former five star recruit out of, uh, you know, out of the country that everybody wants. But PJ will get us there. I know Sam believes in their development a lot. And, um, you know, we'll see how, we'll see how this plays out. I would expect one more thing I want to get in before we close this one out. I would expect the decision to be made um, in the coming weeks, probably into early June for these portal guys, because if you're transferring in, you're, you're going to want to get there for summertime for summer ball. So, yourself all the room needed and june the coaches start picking up recruits um for the 2022 class so my guess is in the next couple weeks we'll see these guys actually commit and hopefully one if not both are the ghosts i would i would freak out if it was both i'm not gonna lie that they're kind of keeping an eye on what each other is gonna do i mean is one gonna decide Mm -hmm. before the other just i have make sure they're not gonna i have no idea there's, I mean, there's been like, there's been bigger cornerbacks than probably these guys. I, I mean, it was like Georgia just had one, or I'm sorry, Alabama just had a guy commit to Georgia. Um, LSU just picked up a guy that was from Georgia, and they're all cornerbacks. There's kind of been places down there, but I have no idea how well they know each other. Maybe they saw each other at camps. I'm not sure. Um, Tyreek Johnson is younger, so maybe that didn't line up right. But I mean, we'll keep an eye on it for sure. Um, trust in more than Sam I trust in PJ's ability to fill the holes that he thinks need to be filled <laughs> no jokes made from that sentence uh yeah yeah anything else you guys <laughs> want to add before we sign off here hoping we get one yeah, yeah. I mean they did offer so they obviously they feel the need to get uh you know somebody in there that's going to compete right away for the starting corner spot which I saw some fans kind of like pushing back on like oh man we're in th- we're through the spring game and we still don't know who's the starting corner gonna be it's like just just chill what would you rather have pj do would you rather have him just not offer and just be like nope we got our guys let's just go with it oh he's offering people trying to make the roster better that was just a that was a very small amount of fans but we did see that on the old twitter and internet but uh yeah anyway thank you at the google tube Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That was another short episode of Sky U Pod. Uh, we're going to try and keep it coming more regularly regularly now as we get, I believe we're 99 days away from the opener. It's the start of college football. I'm not sure if that's the go for game, but that's what everyone's tweeting. ESPN was tweeting out all the matchups, getting us all pumped. But yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Go Gophers.